Live from the CPL's 8th team announcement party, it's Internacional Volca Menor de Podcast Club de Football! Finally. I know. See, having Paul on paid off. Well, and we had to keep it secret for so long. I know, it's so hard. Yes, yes Yes, it was. Ah, oh, duo. No, we're not doing over. No. That took too long. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that wishes Usain Bolt all the best in his attempt at adding pro football player to his resume. Um, Austin Bolt is is waiting for you. Uh, just change the name to Austin Bolt; it'll be fine. On this week's show, we look back at not one but two dismal losses. Yay! And. Yeah basically the end of TFC season. Uh, talk both Fatalist. national teams, throw in some MLS, talk uh, some CPL, and more. Yeah, seriously, there is a ridiculous amount of stuff to talk about and today. More is my favorite. I've I never know. been so happy to record on, on Wednesday, because if we did this yesterday, we would have missed so much. I know. It's all landing on our deadline for once. All <laughs> right. <laughs> and now to this week's panel. Karma for last time. Putting birthday hats on his tats, it's Tony Walsh. Flamingos! Wearing a fetching outfit of black and gold, say hello to Mark Hinckley. Flaming goats? Oski wee wee. Off scouting the Collective Arts Brewery. Uh, he better bring back beer. Uh, Duncan Fletcher isn't with us today. He doesn't need to be announced. They only have beer. They have cider. Not last time I checked. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, as for me, I'm wishing Freddie Mercury a happy birthday. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to the show. Don't let me die. All right, first up on the show is the Timbers post-match. Well, that didn't go well. Not that we thought it would, but... Would. Timber Joey. But we, you know, for, for part of the game, we had some hope. Timber Tony. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this, if the show goes well, we saw on a log on this table. Hey-o. Hey, leave the table alone saw the table behind you instead. Uh, anyway, they, the team gave us hope for part of the game. And then the second half happened. And it all fell to pieces. Uh, my thoughts, Liam Frazier, good. Uh, Fire bad. Marky Delgado. Mm. Oh, sorry. I thought this very, was the Frankenstein report. <laughs> no, I know. It was true. Uh, Marky Delgado, very lucky. Mm. Should have been off. Um, the fact that he wasn't still boggles my mind. Josie hit the. Josie was basically invisible, as far as I was concerned. You'd think that would help. <laughs> you would. Didn't really True. seem to work out for them that way, though. Um, Beating the offside trap is a marvel when you're invisible. Uh, Lucas Hansen, you know, poor guy. You know, hit the wood, hits the woodwork twice. Has a solid game, but like nothing to come from it. Um, yeah, it was just. Uh, like I said, we didn't expect them to win that game, and they didn't. It's just unfortunate. Once again, they sort of like flattered to deceive in the first part of the match and then fell to tiny pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be playing I Go to Pieces by I know, yeah, that's sort is of... Is the pale is? Anyway. Sure. Yes, I think. 
All right, let me look it up. We're gonna we're gonna research this. Let me look it's it better up. than talking about Portland Timbers versus TNT. Well, tell me about it. The match so enthralling that I forgot it was on. <laughs> I'll be honest. Is that why you're giving me the blank looks? It's good. No, those are just my normal. Blank That's looks. true. Um, and all of it was sort of underscored by, and something we'll talk about in a couple minutes, the really interesting lineup um, and team that they they traveled with for this game. Because oh dear gods. Uh, well, then, um, while we are, well, I, no one else really has anything exciting to say about this, because really, why would you? It was awful. It was great to watch on the, the next morning on PVR. I'll say that much about the match. One to tape. You got up before work and watched that? Why would you spoil your tape oh, that no. way? Was it the next day? Oh, it must have been in the afternoon. Never mind. <laughs> Anywho. Like, why would you ruin your day like that? That's awful. I already knew the score. I was just doing research for the show, because oh, I Oh, is that it what seriously. it was? Oh, you're so dedicated. Uh-huh. Very proud of you. Needed to find out how many times I could make Hanson references. Oh, so thank you for those of you that answered uh, my Hanson Brothers poll and, and were confused by which Hanson Brothers I was talking about. You're talking about the boy band, aren't you? I was not. I was oh. talking about hockey legends, the Hanson Brothers. Uh, the winning Hanson the Brother uh, from that poll was uh, Steve Hanson. And I'll do another Hanson Brothers poll uh, later on this week. And then we'll have a death match of Hanson Brothers to decide... Which Hanson Lucas really is? Why is it is? only brothers, though? Can't all Hansons be invited? No. Rick? What's wrong with Rick? Oh, he's, in, in he's in motion. He's a man he's, in motion. He's, he's, he's you got something against a man in motion? I'm, look, I'm still looking up the other song. I'm not going to play man in motion. No. He's going to sing it for us. There, you're done. I'm like all a right. soundboard. Moment of the match. So, uh, moment of the match. Blanca comes down the right side, slides it past the defender, and Erwin and Marl nearly beautifully taps it in. Just misses the goal. It was so pretty, but it was wrong. It was pretty. Yeah, that was terrifying. It would have been a very nice own goal had it happened. Oh my god. It would have been been one of the best. It would have been up for goal of the week. It had to be, because that is a deft touch. I have to say, when the ball went mm, bop off the post from Jansen. <laughs> That's where my Jansen vote lies. All right. Mine was the second goal, uh, Bradley giveaway. And yes, Clint Irwin is, has a little bit of blame to take for that, for sending it to Michael Bradley instead of off to the sides. But Michael Bradley should never be that casual with a ball at the top of the box. Um, he should know there's pressure coming. So... Casual Balls was his uh, nickname in college. Well, well, Ooh. you know, doesn't have to live up to everything from his glory days. Well. Anyway, seriously, you know, like that, that put the nail in the coffin of, uh, of that match for them. So, uh, man of the match? Not Bradley. Yes, that is the correct answer. Not Michael Bradley. He didn't have a very good game. I, pff, it got worse as <laughs> oh, it went on. Oh, it really did. That was... Uh, that was a that was a spectacular like for a guy who's usually got his head on a swivel. It was I know. Spe- like it, he got his pocket picked so easily. It was like I mean it was not the it wasn't a good game for him going into that moment and then that happens like oh no he's he's having a nightmare. When you got casual balls, it's easy to pick your pocket. Mm, I've yeah, I, I've said that many times actually, and I can't believe it's I just gravity. Uh, do you, do you have a man in the match or I don't know Jansen, <laughs> Hanson, but yes. Eh. We're going to go with our pronunciation instead. Marcus. 
I couldn't find the other song, so I'm just going to put this in the background. Drew Demi Moore. I I have no real... Uh, That's pretty good. Rob Lowe Earnshaw? Ah, nice. I'm out. I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. Emilio Estevez... Uh, Efrain Burstos Jr. I don't. Ryan I, I Judd can't. Nelson. Oh shit! Ooh. I cannot imagine a single person in this movie for some reason. Um. Just give me one I want to play. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Oh, Andrew McCarthy Wiedemann. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, well done. I would have gone with Andrew Benny McCarthy, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Um. I don't know. Was anybody good in this game? Um, in a movie or the game? Of the game. I don't oh. give a fuck about the movie. No, I thought I thought Hanson actually had a very good game. Be- yeah. With the, yeah. With the work. And I actually thought Clint Irwin did. He kept them in that game. Um, I'm going to go with Irwin because you're right. He did keep them in the game. Uh, nothing nothing against Jansen. Yeah. I still have a hard time not wanting to pronounce the J. Like, I you know. know. But whatever. Uh, yeah. He, uh, Irwin, Irwin, Irwin did some key stuff, so. That's yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with Erwin for that one as well, but I, Hansen was, like, my second. They were both, I thought they both were the, okay, really, like, done. some of the, the only two players. Oh, that, but I was going to sing Clint Irwin's Fire. Never mind. Clint Irwin's on fire. <laughs> uh, oh, Vanny Tactics for this one, I, I believe I just put sure. Uh, it was terrifying, <laughs> really. Um, just, no, that's what I wrote. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's that's a good thing to write because I don't. We talked about it in the show, you know, ahead of time about the fact that there was definitely going to be some squad rotation for this match, and that makes sense. You know, they have a lot of games going on, um, but seven changes and to leave the the players at home that they did was very surprising. Um, you know, Johnny O'Baker. Didn't really, I sort of forgot he was playing yeah. for basically the entire game. Not a single piece of soda bread available. No, I know. It was terrible. Come on. And uh, For the video podcast, you saw that go over my head, right? Yeah. Johnny so, O'Baker. He's an oh, Irish. Oh, he's an Irish baker. Oh, an Irish baker. Soda bread. For a second there, Sarah. I thought you were talking about a particular brand, which I'm not aware of. For this is a terrible accent. <laughs> I think the only thing that I was sort of like kind of excited about for the lineup, well, I was, well, I was happy to see Becaro out there just because I'd like to see what he can do, which according to this game was not much. Um, and to see Io Akinola on the bench in hopes that maybe he would get some minutes because I've, I've liked him so far this season, but was really confused as to why um, all the CBs you traveled with stayed on the bench. Break breaker. <laughs> Basically, you know, like, sure, let's put Michael Bradley back there again because... I know you think it works. It really doesn't. Not as well as you think it does. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's a good Band-Aid solution if you need it to be. But, you know, if Jason Hernandez and Eric Zavaleta are healthy, why not have one of them out there? Um, preferably Hernandez so you've got some veteran experience. I think that question was answered in the next game we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Good point. Um, so, yeah, the I, I sort of feel like they sort of shot themselves in the foot with the lineup to begin with. Well, that's and a terrible thing to do before a match. It really is. It makes winning the game and playing training this really team. difficult. It's a very good question. Um, you know, the subs were 
fine. Um, although Ashton Morgan coming on for an offensive player mystified me again. I was like, I don't understand. Why do you keep doing this? Why? You're losing. Why are you putting on defenders? This doesn't make sense. And I know I think Ashton Morgan should be a midfielder, but he's not. So. Is this what we do? He's not a right player? No. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand a lot of what was going on. I mean, the fact that you're down one nothing. you're literally chasing four te three teams in front of you just to get one spot, and you decide to shore well, up the back? And he did what? it twice. Like, at the same time, he did a double sub. He put Zavaleta on for Liam Frazier, who was having a pretty good game. He's, he's done really well. Mm -hmm. And Ashton Morgan for Ryan Telfer. And, like, I don't... You were only down one goal. Maybe he's trying to get fired. Don't understand. Like I just, I just don't understand. It, it's so. It. He wants some of that mad Atlanta United cash. Mm -hmm. You know, Hamilton on for Baccaro made sense. If not Hamilton, then Toss. Whatever. You know, put one of them on. But also, he waited really late for it, mm -hmm. like 80th minute, to make an offensive sub. And again, sort of mystifying. I don't understand why. I just feel like this was one of his worst managed games. Um, and. Yeah, I don't know. Just not all sorts of not good. Yeah, it was surprising. I was surprised at how little they had to offer, and then it just seemed like a slow descent into oh, like that score line is fairly accurate. Yeah, I've got two. Like how they played two nil seems fair. You you could make an argument for three. And yeah. It's like yeah, that looks like a three nil performance. It's funny how the feeling even watching the team now has changed like from the skepticism the guard well yeah from yeah. La I mean from last year it was almost you felt silly expecting them to come back and win from losing positions or just expecting the whole yeah. lead and stuff to the point where it did become normal and now and now we feel foolish for doing that we went from no but it, it's funny how it's quickly changing and now you're kind of back to the, like oh well how are they gonna screw this up yeah we went from like 1982 Netherlands again. to yeah. 2018 Netherlands. Yes. And we got Vanderweil. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2012 all over again. Yay. I, I mean, it's, it's weird how it, I mean, you know, the, the, the echo chamber that can be TSC Twitter, mm. um, how fatalist, I mean, and it's going to lead into the next game, but even after, even after the Portland loss was like, uh, like most people I've talked to, you could just even if they haven't given up, you can hear it. They've they've given up. They've they're like, well, at least we don't have to buy our playoff tickets, tickets now. Yes. So, um, there's that sun. There's the sunshine part of the. There's the silver lining, huh? Anyway, uh, the last thing before we move on from this uh, Portland facts: Toronto still haven't beat Portland uh, in Portland. <gasps> So. That's not funny. No. Mine, mine was slightly amusing. Oh, what's yours? Well, it's not. Okay, I've already, I've already oversold this. Yeah, I know. Let's hear it's it. only the second time in Portland history where two keepers were number one on a midweek where the Timbers won by exactly two goals and Bradley had a late, night, late match nightmare. Fuck. If I didn't put a tongue twister at the end, I would have got that out in one breath. And I'm not editing this. Yeah, that, that's, that's the... 
But that second part is super important for that fact. Super really important. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So. Also, dysentery hasn't been fully uh, eradicated. That's <sighs> true. How, how are they ever going to? Well, if someone would just learn to fix an axle. Can you? Can you? It's in a. Tra- it's on a trail. Okay, I clearly did not listen to how long this fucking intro goes. I think you chose the extended, uh, a full, the I'm actual, just gonna, not the, not the. I'm just going to randomly touch somewhere in the timeline. No, wait, hold on. Too bad. I apologize for that. Here comes the guitars. Good guess. Guy playing high guy. Slow motion woman on beach. Thank you. That was the part I was looking for. Edward James Olmos. If you guys are watching the seeing the video podcast, Tony's doing every one of these things. He is acting this out. It's unreal. The Edward James Olmos part is fucking amazing. Glenn Fry with kind of a gun. Mm. What did do I miss the sailboats or did we already pass? Where's the, 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 the flock of flamingos? Oh yeah. Oh, they're the herons. They're herons. Okay, that's it. Next up on the show, a little MLS recap. Uh, we have, we're not going to go game by game, but we'll just touch on a few things and then talk about some interesting uh, MLS news. Can we talk about highlights. Actually, too? let's mm. talk about one interesting bit of MLS news first, which is Clint Dempsey requires from so- retires from soccer. Oh, I was hoping you required from you're soccer. Required. Know, he's required, required from soccer. Retire. Well, he's been required in MLS for a long time, apparently. Anyways, he's gone. He's done. Oh. So excited. Fulham working on the statue already. Ugh. <laughs> Um, on a rotating base. Where will they find one? <laughs> looks very close to Michael I will Jackson. say... The They're w- both, you know, renowned musicians. Yeah. Exactly. It's true. You ever see them in the same place at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say both that... Both own creepy theme parks. The one thing <laughs> I am thankful for, and I will mm-hmm. thank Dempsey for this, well. for not doing like a four-month farewell tour... Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lando. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We no, don't have to I, thank you, Deuce. I will, yes. I will chime in... Given how that turned out, yes. Thank you, Deuce. Yeah. You did something I didn't want to punch you in the face for during your time. Finally. In if you're going to retire, dropping a quick Deuce is the way to go. Hey, oh. All right. Oh, uh, did, did Seattle use that headline? Should have. Or did any have. MLS? Like, Sounders drop Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> drop Deuce into early retirement. <laughs> uh, so the Eastern Conference. It's finally been pushed out. Seattle drops deuce. What are you wearing, Anglin? I'm going to go work on my music. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please, back no. on the pitch. New contract. Someone sign him, quick. Las Cincinnati? Vegas. Las Vegas lights. Cincinnati? Anybody? Phoenix Rising. Anybody? Anybody? No? Damn it. Uh, Eastern Conference uh, with the Union oh, sorry. Sorry. beating DCU sorry. earlier in the week. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. The cheesemakers shocking the energy Ooh, drinks three 0 That was on me. What? They beat the Red Bulls three 0 I'm not Who even did? kidding. They really did. The Montreal. Who? Manic. Yeah. Ah, the Manic. Why are you fucking there saying that? Let's um, love the Manic. I would understood. Manic overnights. DCU rebounding from their loss against the Union by beating the AU guys on Sunday, which was delightful. Wayne Rooney. 
I know. And then the tea terrorist drawing the timbers. So many people are conflicted about hating and loving at the same time. Oh, I hate Wayne Rooney, but But I love DC DC United. Which means you love Wayne Rooney slightly by proxy. This isn't Dempsey hate. This is different hate. This is different hate. It's true. I would never root for Seattle no matter what as long as he's there. And I still think even now that he's gone, I will not. I don't find MLS Wayne Rooney all that objectionable. I don't know. No, no. So far, MLS Wayne Rooney has been useful and fun to watch. Oh, I, it's so I mean, conflicting. End, I mean, end of career Everton Rooney was, that was hard. Yeah. That was super hard. And the fact that anybody would throw him a contract is was was generous. But the fact that he's actually delivered some stuff is like, okay. More than he's, just not, he's just not personally annoying. Maybe it's no, the lack of tabloid newspapers about yeah, his, broth- his brothel likes. Perhaps. Maybe he just hasn't um, found good brothels yet. Oh, he still hasn't found good anyway. brothels. Whatever chance TFC think they have. That's what that song was about. Yes, it was. And, and we'll discuss it a little more in the in the next match recap. Bradley saying something about them needing to run the table. <laughs> um, it's like gone. the end table? Yes, yeah. exactly. Run at it. Montreal and the Union are doing a really good job of hanging on to those last two spots. Uh, but table hogs. Rooney mm. and co. do have three games in hand on Montreal. And quite honestly, they look very capable of making a run. So, so look sad. out, Montreal. So sad. Uh, Western Conference. So even though the San Jose Earthquakes beat Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. I know, seriously, who loses to San Jose? Who does that nonsense? Uh, They are the first team to officially be out of the playoffs. Damn, we couldn't even get that record. No. So they won. But but they're out. They lost. Exactly. That's something that you need to digest. Yeah. It's fabulous. Well, the Red Bulls uh, lost, but they won because they're the first team to clinch a playoff spot. This league. I fucking hate this league. I know. <laughs> I wasn't even going to do a voice. It's just like, God damn it. How is this possible? Uh, Vancouver did beat San Jose twice in one week, actually. See, no one and loses they, to the Quakes. And they were given the Voyager's Cup. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh but so nice. the best yeah. thing, the best thing was RSL absolutely destroying the LA's Latans. 6-2. Jesus, that's a... Didn't they already put six past that that really discount shitty Grey Mouse team in Colorado? Yeah. Um, that's like 12 goals in like two games or something, if, I, if my math's... Cool. But what was even better was the duck that yeah. invaded the pitch and delayed the game for several minutes while they tried to catch it. Did they sign it? Uh, they should, because it had really nice movement towards the net. I don't know if you saw, if you do, just search this on Twitter. Someone put up the, the Ducks heat map. It was very impressive. <laughs> it was nice. very impressive. And San Jose should sign him. Oh, yes. Quacks. <laughs> anyway, it got, is... No, I'm uh, not beating that one tonight, No, kids. That's, that's, there's, quacks. that's impossible. That's, yeah, that's, that's very good. They should have kept him and kept him in like their training ground and made the... Jao Plata chase him around like Rocky too. Well, Plata was chasing him on the pitch. It was pretty funny. Yeah, but they're the same height. Yeah, that's true. true. Would you rather easy. fight 12 tiny Jao Platas or one giant duck? <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. No. Whatever. No, but it seemed reasonable as you were starting it. Yeah, no, Tiny Jao Platas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it would have to be one giant Jao Plata or... No. No. Or 12 tiny. All right, let's just stop. All right. Anyway, in the West is an eight team. Would you rather eat foie gras from Yao Plata? From a a Plata? (laughs) From Yao Plata. Oh. I squeezed out of his. Stop! (laughs) Okay. Fucking cannibals. 
All right. I'm not eating Jacques Plata. No. Or you're going to eat, you're going to eat Jacques Plata off a duck? That's disgusting. That's gross. Just his fatty I'm liver. The, I'm going with the first part. The Tony. Jesus. Anyway, in the West, it's an eight-team race for the six playoff spots. Fucking racist. Because at the moment, there are only 11 points between first and eighth. And, yeah, it's, there's a lot of, there's not much that's confirmed. 11 points between first and eight, so that arguably means that the team in in eighth could feasibly get to first. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's an eight-team race for the playoff spots. do, Do you think that team in the eighth place is going, fuck, we'll never get to first because... There's a bunch of Toronto fans that don't think they can make nine points. Well, they, it's the LA's Latans, and they're coming to Toronto soon, oh, so for, they've got at least guaranteed three yeah, points there. Yeah, there's three points there. Like, fair so. enough. You got me. Uh, anyway, uh, Portland also, with their week's uh, results, are now back above the playoff line. Hey. And, uh, yeah, so exciting, except for not really. And they're one of two mid-sized cities named Portland in the U.S. It's crazy, Fun. right? Fun. It's just crazy. Portland. I love geography fun facts. Portland for MLS. It's a Portland fact. MLS to Portland. Portland. MLS to other Portland. Portland means the shit. Yeah, that that it's pretty good. Fantastic. It's pretty good. Uh, but the big, really the big MLS news is Miami. Welcome to Miami. Oh, no, no, don't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at it. Oh. Come on. It's no. already been done like a hundred times no, on Twitter. No, it shouldn't be. Not looking um, it so the team finally has an official name and a crest. They are... Inter Miami CF. What? They're not Gloria Estefaniol? No. Mm, that's good. <laughs> that's real good. Um, I also don't think I can top that. So oh, the oh crest is um, Club Internacional de Football. Uh, it has their launch year on it in Roman numerals. Ooh. They're, they're and, planning to play in ancient Rome. Yes, they are. And... Uh, Pink, black, and white. No problem with that. Nod as, to as long the, as the kit is actually pink. Don't, I hope so. Don't. Yeah, you know. I want Palermo shit. Yeah, not, like not LAFC bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Not LAFC just with pink instead of gold because that goes screws up. Yeah, pretty much. We want Palermo. Um, I want so, them look, run around looking like balonies. And what some of us thought slash hoped were flamingos. Uh, are, are two herons back to back linked together at the leg a la kid and play so just imagine two herons doing the kid and play mm, dance from kid house play party were facing each other uh, they turned around they did no they but do they would look their feet and they yeah. would turn around and they turned around oh yeah I yes. remember house party no, accurately no, thank you very much you're right but she's right too I know what you're, ta- I know what you're both talking about I know alright how many times did how many times did you try to do that and fail um never so many <laughs> You're a liar. No. I don't I w- hip or hop. I Are would you kidding admit me? to that. I was out for four years trying to do that thing where you hold your head like in a loop and jump through the loop. Oh, thread the needle. Yeah. Fuck. Those people need to be put down. All right. Yeah. If you go on SB Nation, um, someone has done a, a delightful job of taking apart the now de rigueur uh, infographic that seems to accompany every club crest. So the herons, since the herons are really the most controversial part. Is that part, be their nickname? My God, I hope not. Um, Look out, loons. So the Herons... Still the best club nickname. The the Herons represent freedom. 
Their migration paths span from the southern coast of Alaska to the northern beaches of Colombia and Brazil. However, ours, the great white heron. However, we don't oh, let those people. Oh, exactly, those so other herons. Oh, the great white the heron. Great white the great white heron. The great white hope yeah, um, yeah, is a permanent resident of South Florida. In mythologies so around the world, hey. the heron is a symbol of power, protection, oh. and patience. Oh. Uh, also alliteration. And skitty legs. Yes. A yes. uh, tenacious hunter of land and sea. What? Noble spear of the skies. They get like they, little fish. They are the guardians at our gateway to the Americas. What? Who knew you could that kick that a heron? No, it's not. It's, it's, the Americas. It's, it's those assholes on at the border. Uh, they they're, they're are the stoic and intelligent, but strike with fierce accuracy. Ugh. Can't confirm. Uh, the heron's legs. Because it needs a separate part. Oh wait, wait! This is the parody, is it? Or is this? No, the no. This is this okh. is this is actually they're making fun of the explanation. Oh, okay, of yeah. This, so this but is what I'm giving you is no. This is actually. Oh, that's from the thing. That's from the thing. That's from the press release. Mandated from yes. the league. Got so it. the heron's legs. The heron's legs communicate our unity. When joined, they are unbreakable. They clasp to form an iconic new M to represent the city. Are they available for dating? Um. The eclipse between the herons, because there's an eclipse there. There is an there. eclipse. I did see yeah. the eclipse. Total eclipse. The eclipse. Why couldn't it be rhythm? It's going to get you. Oh, they had to turn around. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the eclipse represents the people of Miami's dedication and determination to work day and night to realize our dreams. Oh, boy. The sun's seven rays are an homage to the career of David Beckham and hint at the number's significance within the in- club. In addition, they symbolize the seven seas that bring people to Miami from the seven continents. Okay, all right. So before you keep going, okay, I need to just, if you can ballpark, how far, how much further do you got to go? This is page I have one two of more things. Okay, at this point, and they're not everybody long. should just fuck right off with this whole thing. <laughs> you couldn't have I'm just gonna, said, here's our bats. Yeah. got two flamingos on it, and it's pink. Cool, huh? Yeah, like just... If you're listening to this, you could just skip the next five minutes because we're just, it's going to be Kristen reading stuff that's going, what? Fuck off. And then that'll be it. Uh, I only have two things left. Holy shit. Okay, so there's a ring, which I didn't even really notice, which I guess is the ring. And in it's the, the one true There's a ring, ring and a shield. And so the ring represents our inclusive spirit. Oh, the rondel. Yeah, it draws inspiration from the Miami Circle, an indigenous people's site in downtown that dates back thousands of years to Miami's first human inhabitants. Ponce Leon? Christ. These tequestas hunted and fished, fishes, hunted and fished with spears, the handles of which represent the native gray white heron. So yeah, this is all coming together, yeah. Oh. And then the shield. The shield signifies our strength and solidarity. Its three points represent the three counties of the Miami metropolis, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. End of Why couldn't they just call the Miami 7 then? Yeah. Or two live Columbus crew. Ooh. Too soon. Hey, we want some footy? Hey, uh-huh. food. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of that, nice actually. Uh, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. That was like I, right off the top. I hope I remember this when I do the whole notes leading into the. That, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That was good. Crushed it. Thank you. All right. So, so there you go. That's uh, welcome to MLS at some point. Inter Miami. I'm just. You know what's funny? I'm. I'm. I'm Friend of the show, Martin Bailey. Yep. Uh, he he added me at uh, wanting to hear my thoughts on this whole thing. So uh, because 
we love him. And I thought I had some good points. I'm just going to read, read okay. the tweet. So it's not that long. Um, so I had five points. One, Pink has been declared legally awesome since the Bret Hart Accord of 1984. True. Fair. Uh, why, the why the badge has a shield and a rondelle, the circle. Fucking explain that shit to me. That's stupid. Layers. One of the other. Yeah, clearly it is. It's a Photoshop it's a layer. Just fucking get rid of one. No, it's just a coaster, so the badge doesn't leave a mark on your table. Fair. Oh, there well, you go. If, I mean, that mad coaster. Because that badge know. is wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, the infographic is still infographicking. That's what I put. Um, it's a pretty badge. I'll, I'll no, stop. No, I, I actually it's quite a, like I the like badge. I like the badge. I genuinely like, like the badge. And I like the colors. Um, I do like the mirrored herons. But I don't give a flying fuck if their feet make an M or any other goddamn letter. That's dumb. Uh, past that, uh, yeah, it's... Did we really need the Roman numerals? Oh, that's, yes, because you need to signify that your club is starting in two years. But that's like, just on the coaster. So what's going to go on the shirt? The whole thing or just the badge? Uh, funny, funny you should ask that. Apparently that, that yeah. one has... Lo I don't know where that came from necessarily, but um, see, I like it without the without the coaster. Yeah, without just all the Miami, extra stuff. Yeah, it's it. So just the shield. I mean, I, yeah. So yeah. what no, we're talking it's a nice about? Badge, yeah. What we're talking about is a version of this of this badge without the circle, the words around the circle. It's just the shield with with the three points representing the three counties of Miami. Yeah, Broward, Dade, and, Dade and, and Super Dade. Palm Beach. Damn it! I thought it was Super Dade too. Sorry. No, Super Dade two is past Super Dade. Which, yeah. Anyway. Um, Super Dade Osborne? The mayor? Maybe. I think so. I think so. I think so. Nice. So, uh, yeah. It, it's... I. But again, I really hope they go Palermo. Like I, that. I want to see a fucking like, pink like kit. That. Yeah, Otherwise, no. like with that... Because well, if you have that you know, black Atlanta badge... Atlanta won't commit to the peach kid. Stupid. Absolutely huh? fucking Orlando. stupid. Atlanta. Uh, sorry, I Atlanta. Yeah. I you said did I say Atlanta? I thought you said Atlanta. I did say Atlanta. It'll come out in the Your wash. Accent. I'm not editing. Um, but yeah, like that was bullshit. Oh, we made a peach kit. You fucking put like three strips of fucking I fabric. Know, that's so peach. lame. Yeah. Weak sauce. Own it. Just go. The five stripes. Terrible fucking nickname. Also, just make a white and peach striped kit. Fuck, I'd want one of those. Like you wouldn't believe. Or like, just the peach emoji. Or just the peach emoji. Oh, that would be. That sounds like something a Spanish third division team might do. Peach emoji or yeah. I Princess you, Peach. That If Nintendo doesn't sue, I say go for it. But uh, yeah, anyway, not not a bad not a bad badge. deal. There hasn't been a Nintendo kit since Fiorentina. Truth there probably has been one. But probably has been one. But not the I want to say somewhere in the J League. Cares. Like Jubilo Iwata. We're I want to say Jubilo Iwata. You just want to say Jubilo Iwata. I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of do. Oh, did you just twerk? Did you make that dirty or something? No. Okay. Just it's a fun thing to say. It is. It's Jubilo Iwata. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Jubilo Awada, hey, get the fuck out of here! Look at the Jubilo Awadas on this one. <laughs> oh, 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 get the fuck out. Get my grandpa said after you. Look at those Kashima antlers. Everybody loves to eat biscuits still. Oh, yeah. I totally it's the only way I eat biscuits. True. With jam, too? I was say jam biscuits, yeah. All right, it's time for the Zombie Shivas post match. Yeah. <laughs> so that was ugly. Um, 
there's it's there's not much to put uh, to find for a positive spin for this match. Here's one. Let's hear it. The infographic sponsored by I don't give a fuck showed that Toronto apparently had 68% I saw that. of the possession of that game. Yes. Now, I was That did not make me feel better. I was I I, I was there. I was there and um really this was basically my reaction. <laughs> I had, huh. And then really I did that about I looped that about 3 or 4 times. So, uh yeah, fucked up. There's a positive. They had two thirds of the ball. If you say so, stats people. Yeah. So they needed to win this game. They've they've come out and said they need to win all their home games. Um, they clearly didn't, they're and they it. didn't. They're going to apparently run at a table. Yeah, they are. Run <laughs> right at it. Well, if the lights are out. You're going to hurt yourself. Um, and they 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 lost in like just one of the worst ways. Um, they let uh, LAFC race out to a three 0 lead. And that is a bad way, yes. And even with a little bit of fight back late in the second, uh, they were lackluster through most of the game. They struggled with pretty much every pass. Mm. Like it was agonizing just to watch them sort of try to do things. Do you know how hard it is to get into that stadium when the CNE is on? It's true. They made them take like the streetcar. They were exhausted by the time they got there. And walking through the, yeah, walking past all the donut stands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we kept being, do you want to go faster? And they're like, well, we do, but there's people in front they, of us. They probably yeah. exhausted themselves in the first half. Mm. Do you want to go faster? Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. fair. Nothing left um, in the tank. Speaking of the first half still, uh, VV getting re-injured early on. Mm. Uh, shelve him now. Where did he used to play? Bruges. Yeah. I don't Something know. like that. Somewhere in Mexico too, right? Anyway, there was the the goals, the, the goals they let in, the goals who they were scored by, shoddy defense. There's not really much good to say from this match. There were a couple okay performances from TFC players, but otherwise, you know, when you put out what is your best healthy eleven, and and it's pretty, it was pretty close to their first choice you know, the team they want to have playing all the time, and you put in a performance like that at home. Well, I guess you, you might have hit the nail on the head, really, for this game and the one before. We spoke a lot about individual performances. The team performances... Oh, they don't play as a team drifted anymore. ...drifted into the ether, yeah. yeah. So they're holding out for individual... Match. Yeah. Individual, like brilliant performances to somehow save them well, instead of, you know, the teamwork they had of yesteryear. Yesteryear well, being the actual yesteryear. They, yeah, they've only had brief flashes of that uh, this season. At yeah, all, so. mm-hmm. yeah, looking like that kind of chemistry, the movement of the ball, it's just, yeah, just not been there. Yeah, it was just all sorts of disappointing, really. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get the, the feeling that the things that they that worked perfectly last year aren't working, but it's that they don't have they don't have an adjustment to that. It's like why isn't this working? You stand there, I pass you the ball. How how did you not get the ball? Well, yeah, they put two defenders on Javanko, and everyone's figured out how to do that from a midfield position, so that's why the ball didn't get there. But then they'll try it again. It just it just seems like, it seems like they've been figured out. Like, just tactically figured out. Well, not, maybe not at the back, because that's its own problem. You don't have to figure out much. No. But, like, from the midfield going forward, like, 
LAFC had seven guys in the box at almost every fucking interval. I know. That there was an attack. They've got them figured out. That's not just, that's not just accident. That's them just, we're not entirely sure how, how good Altidore or Osorio or Javinko or anybody else is going to be tonight. So let's just, let's just pack the shit out of the 18 and hope nothing goes in. And they did a really good job of doing that. Because all those slow builds and you know cut-ins from the from the wing weren't working because there was two guys in the way of every single pass, and they kept trying every time to make that pass. The only ones that seemed to get through were the cross where that was headed wide, the shot from nowhere that hit the bar. Like there w- there wasn't a lot of you know tic tac toe one two ones and 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 and, and, yeah. and 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 it goes. It was they those things were were completely nullified. So, anyway. All right. Well, then, moment of the match. Can I can I say the moment when they were three 0 down and I started yelling, "Hey, I hear there's overpriced fudge just over there." Does that count? <laughs> that Does that totally count as a counts. moment? Because otherwise, it's the second goal from Rossi. Uh, the long pass just half volleys it past Irwin, and you could just you could feel the 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 deflation of the crowd just. And to make matters worse, like. Not seconds later, the third goal went in. Uh, and uh, like there were two L- two LA's credit for lack of possession. Some of their goals were really nice. Like that Bella goal was at the end was just just I know that was disturbing. But also too, it was kind of weirdly perfect. It's like we can't get anything right, and they're they're making shit up, and it's working. So, but uh, yeah, that that second goal was just you could see the. Oxygen just go right out of the right out of the fans, right out of the players. An expansion on that second goal for best moment. The close-up shot, which you may have missed at the game, of uh, Clint Irwin's 1980s Texan accountant mustache flapping as he blew his lips. What is up with that? As he did that, his amazing mustache. It's an amazing mustache. Tell me, its that- shape is. Tell me that was shot in like Terrifying. 120 frames per second. And why is Jay Chapman trying to grow one too? I don't know. But but Clint Irwin's muscle, it's almost a triangle. It's really it's weird. It's fantastic. It's straight out of like, you know, like a... 70s some, cop show? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. It Texas, needs to be bushier, oh. I think, to be full on oh, it's, 70s It's Texan cop. accountant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you yeah, called it on that's Twitter. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not hot enough to be a cop's mustache. No. Fair. But it's hot enough to be in like Dallas Fort Worth in 1981. Yeah, fair. Trying to balance the books out of a fairly large. Maybe he's a cop accountant. He could be accountant for the Dallas. Yeah, forensic accountant's real. That's a thing. He could be in a Texas Instruments calculator ad. He may have worked for Texas. There you go. He might be a Texas Instrument. Yeah. (laughs) I was Um, watching that devolve. I literally put pick a goal, any goal, but I'm actually going to go with uh, Vela's first goal, only because, and, and it wasn't a particularly good goal. His second goal was gorgeous but he's the most dangerous player out there and toronto let him do pretty much whatever he wanted Mm -hmm. throughout the entire game and that was just a sign early strike from him that this was just not going to go well (laughs) um man of the match other than carlos vela See, you know what's funny? I didn't even, I didn't even have, I didn't even have the subversive answer. Really? I, I really, I really enjoyed Altidore's game. I mean, to, be, to mostly because he was one of the few players that didn't drop his head after the third goal. 
Like, you could see heads just even slightly go... <sighs> Between him, Oso, who fought all game long, mm. full marks to him, um, and Bradley, too. Bradley had a fairly good game, all things considering, I felt. Um, but Altidore was still fighting. He was still trying to bully his way through, and it worked. He got a goal out of the deal. He got... Did he get two? He got yeah. two goals. Yeah. It's the second one that, that sticks out the most in my mind. It's like, we're down 3-1, and he just... Come fucking hell or high water, that thing's going in, and it and it went in. I thought if there's a guy who's going to make this three all, it's him because he's just like like he was he was Javinkoing. Give me the ball, get on my back, I got this. Yeah, and it was it was exactly what they needed at that moment, except it didn't work out as well as you hoped because it went the other way. Man, but, ex- expansion on Altidore, he reamed Zavaleta on. The goal, he was yelling at the defense in yeah. anger. And it, it wasn't anger to belittle his teammates. It was anger that this shit was just continuing and yeah, has been going for so long. And, but it was, it was not, yeah, but it wasn't a frustration to drop the head, blame everybody. It was like a, come on, let's fight when there was not a lot of that around yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went with Lucas Hansen um, because from the moment he came, uh, I just thought... He didn't score any goals, but he assisted on Alcador's second goal. And I thought he was one of the players, like, I find my, I, I watch him sort of purposely because I'm curious to see how he's fitting in. And that's the thing is he's fit right in with this team, like, without blinking. I don't think we've ever had a player join TFC from another league who is, from his very first minutes, has suddenly been like, I know how to play with all of these guys yeah. without it looking off kilter. And I thought he, you know... He had some, you know, he had the, 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 he had some shots. He had the shot off the post again. Um, he's looked lively. He's worked really hard in every match. And right now he's making them better. And I think he's what stands out for me. And it's not to knock Altidore's effort um, in that match, which, which, was, which was great to mm-hmm. see. Um, and needed after his invisible man, you know, performance on Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, Vanny Tactics... Like, we sort of talked about this. You know, he put out a strong team. Uh, stronger, actually, than I expected. I actually, I was surprised to see Vasquez start. Um, and I fully expected him to sit that match because he has been so, well, fragile of late. Uh, but still, regardless of, it seems to be regardless of what 11 goes out there right now. Yeah, I think it's your... I don't think it, if it's even in regards to tactics anymore. No. There's obviously something, a deeper issue. It's, a, it's now, you know, crossed to emotion in the mm-hmm. team where now they're in a funk now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, you know, we'll just, uh, we'll go through the season, but it's, you can see it's going to peter out, just, you know, win here, a couple of losses, win, a couple of wins. You know, it's just going to be that kind of thing where maybe they just, kind of hang around, around the periphery, but it'll never be good enough. And, yeah, I, I don't think it's some kind of... I don't think the answer lies in his formation or his style that he puts out or even necessarily the 11. I think it's something... I don't know. I, I don't have the answer. I don't know. It's not blowing up the team or anything, but I, I also think it's deeper than maybe... Well, we are going to talk about that out. in a little while, but... Yeah, um, but I think it's deeper than the trotted out, oh, they're tired, it's been two years yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I tend to believe that this is almost exclusively a mentality. Like, it's not even like, like a mentality, it's like, we should be better than this, we are better than this, 
why isn't this working? Uh, mm. Well, then that leads right into the next thing, which is Michael Bradley post-match. So, you know, I, I we, we sort of, we pick on Michael Bradley a little bit. We've come to appreciate him over the last couple of years uh, a bit more as a player and a leader. Um, and one of the nice things about Michael Bradley is that he's generally not afraid to, um, he doesn't run and hide after matches. Um, he will He will talk to the reporters. And... This is probably the most interesting and on, not that he's never honest, but he was incredibly blunt after uh, Saturday's match in terms of what's going on uh, with the team, questioning the team's mentality, uh, questioning the team's commitment. And um, this is one of the, this is probably like the, the big, you know, sort of the most impactful quotes. Uh, CCL aside this year, we've not had enough people in this club from the top all the way down to the bottom and everybody's included. We have not had enough people who have understood how hard it was going to be, what it was going to take to navigate through another season where we had to play every week, like our lives depended on it. Last year, that was the mentality last year. That was what we were able to do. But when you win, when you win everything like we did, then you have to understand that to come back and do it again, it's going to be harder. And through 27 league games this year, it's not been close, not even close. Um, said something about, you know, last year the team was relentless from the first game to last. And we've remarked on that, like the focus in their games last year and how even if they got went down in the beginning of a game, they always came back. Like mm -hmm. you could count on it. And it was one of the few things we've never, ever imbued TFC with that kind of, you know, remarkable powers, but they had it. Um, and, uh, you know, he says, you know, we weren't going to let anything stop us and we knew it was going to be hard, but, you know, we were ready to be harder. And this year, you know, sort of like hands in the air sort of thing. Um, and the fact that um, every time they get scored on first, they lose. They have not won. They've come back to draw a couple of them, but they haven't won games in which they're scored on first. It's insane. And that was something that over not even just last year, 2016 as well, that they managed they managed to do. If they went down in a game, yeah, they came back. Their their um, bounce back ability. This was year they high. have they have no answer. Um, you know, and, and and other other members of the team, you know, were you know quick to sort of like join in, but it's in a weird way heartening to see the recognition from the player side, although a little disappointing to have the players be the one to speak up first, to call out their entire organization for what has happened this season. Mm -hmm. um, well, this is an interesting spot for Vanny. He's not really had to do that. When he got the job, you know, on the tail end of disappointing sure. season, you know, it was kind of expected that that season would not turn around. Mm -hmm. He did, you know, but to the club's credit, they gave, you know, that faith in him to continue yeah. on with him when a lot of people were calling for change. Um, but then he kind of went into a long period of, you know, good football. He hasn't had to call out his team. This is maybe the time where he has to. I mean, you know, he has, there's some less than pleasantries where we're not good enough, this and that, you know, old cliches that you say on the mic after a game, but he's... We don't know what happens internally, but mm -hmm. this may be a challenge for him. He doesn't get to be nice guy, 
friend coach. He has to maybe be the authoritarian. Sure. Maybe that's not him. Who knows? Maybe it was a deal he struck with his dad. Loser had to call out his team. <laughs> maybe. Bradley House. Oh, rules. yeah. We didn't yeah. even talk about the whole Bradley versus Bradley thing, did we? Yeah, who gives oh, a fuck shit that about noise. that? Don't care. Talk about the non-story. I mean, anyway. I that's yeah. why, like, when I wrote my preview, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Why do people care about yeah, this? It's, just, it's boring. Yeah. His, his dad had, has had some success as a coach. Full stop. Like, that's, that's, that's it. That's where it Not in the EPL. Where it counts. Um, but so I hear. You know, I. Good on Bradley for speaking up. Sure. And I, and I, and I, well, and he's I mean, he's never that. been afraid to. He's not um, really. No, but you know, I think he probably could have made this speech after the Portland game, except for the Portland game. Well, but he, I think, I think this speech could have been made like two, three months. Oh ago. yeah. Like, yeah. and we'll we'll talk about that in a little while. Yeah. But June was a thing that yeah. could have happened then. And even Bez has said in recent interviews. Yeah, that was that was the time, and yeah, that and we and we knew it then. We knew it was all blowing up then, but we were holding out hope because we've watched this team the last two years be successful. Anyway, um, and, and it's it, and it's hard to break from that mentality after last season's like. Well, this could be the one. Like we're down yeah, one nothing. This waiting, could be the one that we're we turn the, it around. We're waiting for the the TSN turning point. We've got we had it's a, not coming. We had a season and a half of mm. holy shit, they're yeah. not dead yet, and this season is like. No, they're dead, but we're in denial because well, it's, the previous 45, it's mostly 60 the games. same team. Yeah. You know, yeah. take away Vanderbilt, really. Oh, people have eaten a lot of minutes. It's pretty And of yeah. course, the injuries, it's pretty much the same team. So you expect the same team to be able to do yeah, more. To at least compete. Yeah. yeah. All it's right. Hard, it's hard to break that. Well, let's move away from this. Uh, Good. It's before depressing. we. Well, it's, we're coming back to it in like 10 oh. minutes. So we're just going to take a little break. on that one as compared to that Miami mishap which seemed to just go on infinitely and that was awkward this was good that was good alright next up on the show Thanks, uh, it's CamCon time uh, there's a fair amount of Canada soccer stuff to discuss today so let's just dive right in uh, and first up well, can PL news hey Campbell yes uh, the Ottawa Fury uh, the oh, what happened? Yeah, uh, the well, end. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, Donna. I know, I know. It's really well, exciting. Finally, finally. So, the CEO of the OESG, Mark Gowdy, uh, confirmed today that the Fury will be staying in the USL for next season. The fuck? Yeah, and not joining the Canadian Premier League in the inaugural season. There's like, there's a lot to unpack with this, uh, especially as we don't really know their reasoning. They haven't put out a full statement other than to say, we are pleased to say that we are staying with the USL. And we, you know, literally, like, we wish the CPL all the best in their endeavors. And, and we're really excited about what they're doing. And we're still talking. Maybe we're just on a break. 
They just want to be friends. We just, you know, I just... They don't think it could be yeah. more than friends. Um, it's just not there. The fire is not there. But there's, um, there's a really interesting Reddit post. Um, where are we? Here we go. And here we go. So this information comes from a very reliable source who has very good insight into the current workings and planning of the Canadian Premier League. Because Reddit is where you go to put that shit. It is. Julian um, B. Guzman? Uh-huh. Maybe. So the, the, the major things are issue with the salary cap for the Canadian PL that versus right. the USL salary cap. So if they join the team, they join the league right now, they're going to lose like half their players right. because of cap issues. Or be on the hook for contracts. Exactly. There's yeah. also an issue in terms of the fact that Canadian Premier League currently don't have a, an option for to pay for players' housing, mm-hmm. um, which the USL does, or at least the Fury already do. They, they, so is that being, them being good citizens, or are they on the hook for housing already? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, you know, so that's... That's a, that's a big deal. They so if they leave, they leave the Fury. They go to yeah. they go to play for less money, and don't have you know have to also pay for their own housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then currently, the CPL doesn't have or hasn't announced uh, TV rights or streaming rights for the for the games. And they also haven't announced a, a travel partner, mm-hmm. which country as big as Canada, you fucking need one. And Greyhound. Yes, that would be delightful. And with the um, with the Fury having gone through what they did with the NASL and how much money they lost, um, being part of that league, from a from a financial side, like I, I understand this. I I, I don't mm-hmm. like it because I was really really looking forward to having Ottawa be part of the Canadian Premier League to start, mm-hmm. and, and so it's a blow to the league. Because it's sort of having Ottawa kind of lended some legitimacy to it right off the bat here as a professional club that's been around forever, that has a ton of high profile Canadian players, um, that, you know, a lot of the fan bases already know from having seen them in Voyager's Cup play and a number of things. So it's sort of a it's a blow to the league and a bit of a blow to Canadian soccer because you still have this, you know, high profile club that is kind of operating outside the norm. And yes, sure, the three MLS clubs are as well, but they're a different kettle of fish, and we all know that. Um, it's a disappointing day. Like, it's it's hard to... I think it's disappointing because of the expectation. It was just yeah. a, it was a foregone conclusion. That they were joining. Who else would be so the team? I yeah. mean, come on. And I think probably, CPL probably had this foregone conclusion too. Yeah. That would happen. But I can... We don't know all the facts yet. No, we but, don't. But I can kind of see especially for some of those points raised, they are the one of the eight who would be in a different position. They're an established club. They already have bills to pay. They already have contracts signed. They already have a whole uh, host of uh, things that they already, you know, have to look a year ahead at paying for that they've already, you know, checks they've already cashed. And there's probably still an awful lot of question marks and revenue streams from CPL. Mm -hmm. And then you get into the the contracts and having it's not easy for them to probably to they can't erase their whole squad yeah. without paying out a bunch of you know money left on contracts and then go start a new team because it doesn't sound like they'd really be able to keep a hell of a lot of their core and fit under the cap yeah now the interesting thing is there's a lot of players on ottawa who probably you know may have their eyes on playing in cpl and maybe expected it right yeah the thought that that's where they were going yeah 
So I, I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting over the next. It's hard to believe that this is a a final decision. It'll be interesting over the next year or two or to see the status of Fury's contracts if they're one year contracts. Yeah. See if they're winding down mm-hmm. and getting out of those things and who they sign going forward if they're guys who more fit under the cap. But then again, would they be allowed to enter the league under the new? expansion these are all things there's so many un so much that's unknown unknown yeah. you know, things in cpl in general that I, you kind of got to understand if those if those questions aren't haven't been answered and usl is coming to them saying hey are you on board yeah mm-hmm. and then you're like oh, i, I want to be somewhere yeah. you know if they have their misgivings that cpl who knows you know I, it's it's a crappy situation but it is. i don't think they're necessarily villains in this situation no oh no i don't think they're villains at all i just think like i said i just think it's disappointing and i think it will you know who knows uh, the cpl hasn't commented on it there's been no mm. uh post either on their site or on their social media about it um but whether or not you know they've talked about these other teams that are sort of in the wings is one of them going to be fast-tracked to be the eighth team for next year because I'd be shocked at this point I, I, it's possible, but I'd be shocked. So would I, but I, I kind of, if it's somebody that can, has access to a stadium or has some plans, like some solid plans in place already, I just think to start the league unbalanced. Yeah, no, no, I, know, I, I like, know what you mean. I know eight teams isn't a lot of teams, but at least Seven it allows is, you to have a balanced schedule. Yeah. And that makes, it does Too make many a huge weeks difference. Off. And it's going to be a lot of Wednesday games. It has an yes. odd psychological thing about the even number, the eight teams. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's, the seven looks kind of... It looks weird. It, it's, it's automatically getting off on the kind of a, the foot, you know, that looks a little less than pro that we hold. Yeah, know. like less solid footing and, um, yeah. So I, my, my take on this is uh, I, I, under, I think I understand both sides where they're coming from. And I remember. I wish I could find. It. I was trying to trying to quickly pull it up. There was a there was a talk that there that Ottawa's salary range, the, their operating budget for salaries was over a million dollars. Now, based on who they were signing, like Canadian internationals, people abroad who are coming home, obviously they're not going to get paid as much as playing in you know Turkey or Cyprus or you know secondary tertiary leagues in Europe because they're the foreigner over there. They probably get a little bit extra but they obviously have to pay them something competitive to come home sure fine fair that's okay but if you are saying that yeah you can keep all your contracts but the salary cap is two-thirds to a half of what you pay everybody now you gotta basically you gotta it's not even half your team you gotta blow up a lot of your team because now you gotta make space to replace those players and have them fit under the cap because you're not going to be able to keep half of them. And then, you know what, Tony? We're going to pay you $8,000 because that's all we got room for. Yeah. You can't. That, like, that's not going to work. So I kind of feel like if that's if that's the the push and shove, then Otto was like, well, why would we want to ruin this at the expense of being in this league? Yeah. And that plays into a lot of the things you said, too. You know, the certainty, the stability. You know, dragging the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. And I get that, but they would have to lose a lot of the talent, more talent than they were probably willing to give up to come into the league just so they can f- 
be shoehorned into their cap structure. It would also be, there's also a, a strange side effect to that, or say they have to cut 12 guys, 12 Canadians who they're paying too much. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly those guys are, after being paid out by having their contracts paid out, mm-hmm. I think it would be by the club, not by the league. Probably the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, suddenly these guys are would be available to be drafted by other that's, CPL teams. That's the yeah. thing. So now, so now by virtue of forcing them into this cap, that's how it's... That's how it's, it's done. It's probably... It was probably deliberate, but not ex- expressed as such yeah. that this is how we're going to loot your team. Well, because well, the, the cap, because the, the cap was removed to be between what eight and a million, eight hundred thousand a million, it changes and now it's all the time, and but. I know it changes, and who knows where those numbers came from? It could have been, it could have been something scratched in pencil eight months ago. Well, eight months ago, yeah, a million dollars sounded reasonable, mm. and maybe now that they've crunched all the numbers, like seven fifty is whatever, whatever. However, they came to their magical number, that's fine. But that's two hundred fifty thousand less than what Ottawa may or may not have been planning for. Which still would have meant that action of we need to we need to disperse ourselves of these contracts so we can get fit under the cap. So why don't we just ride this out? And and most of these contracts I have to suspect are like one and two year contracts. Yeah. So if all these guys are in two year contracts, which if by their whole philosophy of signing Canadians and making it you know giving Canadians a place to play professionally, I've heard that more than once from their yeah. coach. I've heard that more than once from their from their from their from their ownership if that's the case then one or two years sounds about right you know they'll find other canadians they'll guys will move on they're hoping they're optimistic but if that's the case yeah nobody like nobody signs a three-year contract in usl why would you do that what if you get what if you can go to sweden and make double what if you can go to mls and be a journeyman like you have to they have to be flexible which is to the detriment of the player but at the same time that's how these teams survive. So long and the short of it is I get both positions. I get why Ottawa decided to stick around because they would have had to lose, I figure, over half of their team just to be compliant. Yeah. And I get why CPL is like, okay, then we're going to go on without you because it would, it, would be, it would be weird that everybody has to pay seven. Like if you made the, if you made the Beckham rule yeah. for Ottawa, like a whole team, yeah, you could have – one and a half million dollars for your cap, but you gotta, you can't sign anybody above and beyond that. It has to always decrease. Sure, you can get away with that, but that's now a year or two of, let's assume that money equals talent, better players. Yeah. You could have, if the desire was there, the importance was there to have Ottawa in, surely they could have grandfathered their, you know, cap down over two or three years as a special exception. But yeah, you've created a super club right off the bat. Not necessarily the worst thing. No, I'm I'm okay. Like I was firmly okay with that. Yeah, I, but I, you, you have to imagine maybe it came to the crunch time where they had to decide how they were going to grandfather Ottawa Fury into the league, and it was just un you know unacceptable. They could have they could have easily allocated like the club like each club will buy out the player that they want. Mm-hmm. Like they'll pay for the buyout of the contract and then sign them to a CPL contract. Well, like that. That way, that way. Mm. I mean, Ottawa would get maybe something in return for that because if that's how you're going to do transfers, that's how transfers work. You pay cash, but at least find a way to. We see your problem. We understand your problem. We kind of want some of your players anyway, so let's make this like you won that chess match. Here's your reward. 
you're gonna make you're gonna get they'll be ahead two hundred thousand dollars before the season even begins just on right. the money they earned from the buyouts and whatnot, and they're still part of CPF. Now you know we're making a lot of assumptions here that this is a viable reason. I kind of hope this is the reason because it's a competitive reason. If the reason is they've looked at potential revenue streams and they're not seeing evidence of it enough and they are opting for the quote-unquote safety and don't know how safe USL and, and NASL have been over the last decade. But if they're opting for the safe option that USL presents, then that's a, maybe a little more worrying that CPL is yet to prove to an established club that there are revenue streams on their way, whether that be through broadcasting or sponsorships, et cetera, well, et cetera. And, and a lot of this is because so much of what is going on behind the scenes is unknown. Yeah. And, and you know, CPL has kept, you know, their cards very close to their chest about almost everything. And we've talked about this before, about the need to sort of know from a, from a Canadian soccer perspective, from a fan perspective, but from a player perspective, you know, that was part of Stephen Sandor's article um, and you know the salary cap stuff. You know, not not everyone not everyone agrees with what is being said behind the scenes. Um, some people are saying that the cap will be higher than what they're talking about. Um, the owner of yeah, Pacific but, FC pretty much put a hard one million. As well, the, that's and that's yeah, and it's so it's but there's again with with no information yeah. we literally don't know and that's the that's the frustrating thing so hopefully we will get more from both sides in the coming days and it's something we can talk about again next week what's worse you think starting uh, going into inaugural season with seven teams or ushering in an eighth team who may not be 100% ready well obviously you want to have clubs and fr- or franchises that are ready like you want to have i know it's because I've 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 seen leagues that that's happened to like, for example, there was a Canadian basketball league that happened mm. after the implosion of I think it was called the World Basketball League. Hamilton had a team in it. It was a weirdly successful league for all the Canadian teams. All the American teams basically imploded upon themselves. The league declared themselves bankrupt, but the Canadian teams are all still solvent. They started a new league. They put a team in Cape Breton. They put a team in Montreal, and Hamilton had a new owner. And that league, I think, lasted two years. The Hamilton team moved to Edmonton mid-season. Montreal folded before they completed. Like, it was just, I've seen it before. That's not a good move. It rarely works out. Because somebody's got to prop that guy up if he fails, and nobody wants to. Yeah, to me, that's... Do seven. Yeah, no, I know. I would rather that. Seven good is better than... Was it London that moved to Halifax in the old CSL? Did London move to Halifax? I don't know London. Yeah, I think it was London moved to Halifax. Yeah, and and lasted a season. Yeah, yeah. they weren't yeah, ready fine. for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, I didn't really answer this question when I sent out the rundown. Am I correct in assuming I'm the only one that watched the women's game? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. How was it? it was Great. Good. No. You know what? Uh, Alicia Chapman had a fantastic match. Uh, she was a, a demon on the left. Uh, they could not get past her. It was delightful to get Stop to watch. Stop banging! It. Stop banging on the table! Stop making a run at Duncan. the table. Duncan Ooh, Ghost. Good. That's good. He brought run at the table here. Um, I made it circular. Like They won 1-0, like the which was lovely. around Miami's um, oh, Nichelle Prince had a very good game. Ooh. And uh, anyway, it was, it, was, it was enjoyable to watch. I don't know if uh, Canadian, Canada Soccer has it posted on their YouTube. Um, great to see everybody come out. Uh, nice out vocal crowd. 
um, some good stories behind it. And yeah, no, it was, it was a very enjoyable game. Um, and then the next thing for the women, uh, the Women's World Cup qualifiers are starting, and the, uh, so the CONCACAF uh, Women's Championship uh, is taking place next month. And Canada have been drawn into, oh, just the world, just the easiest group. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, Jamaica, Costa Rica, and Cuba. And then the U.S. are, um, uh, I, doesn't have the, I don't have the U.S. group in front of me. Anyway, it's not an easy group for them, but their first match is on October 4th, um, which, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get streamed. I doubt those, these matches will be on TV, but it's nice to see you know, them have a meaningful tournament come up right away after these friendlies to sort of get ready and um, get playing meaningful matches heading into uh, a World Cup mat, a World Cup year. All right, next up then is the men. Uh, nope, didn't watch it. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you for reading this part of the rundown, both of you. That, was, that was comedy. Yeah. Tony smiled. Likely story. Yeah, I did read the rundown. U.S. virgins. <laughs> so the CONCACAF League of Nations qualifying has begun or is about to begin during this international break. Uh, Canada's national team, men's national team, has a qualifying match against the U.S. Virgin Islands this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Virgins, virgins, virgins. Um, so it's a prelude to the match at BMO Field in October. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Canadians men's team are in Florida for the international break, both as a training camp, but also for their match against those unsullied islands. Um, as I said, on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, I think, four o'clock. And Is that uh, what pirates called them? The unsullied islands? I don't know. It just seemed mm. like a thing to say. The uh, Hyman Isles. So the squad was the announced uh, a few days ago, and at the initial announcement, there was a couple sort of oddities. I thought it was very strange that Liam Frazier was not um, a member of this squad right off the bat, considering how well he's played for TFC this year. He's been a real standout and uh, a lot of fun to watch. And then I'm always sort of like surprised when Teshua Kandeli gets included, because the last two years have not really been kind to him. You know, he had that one sort of breakout, oh my God, Teshwak and Delhi year. And then it's just been kind of like, wah, wah. So then we had a little bit of news. Some good, some bad. Good for Liam Frazier, bad for Jay Chapman, because apparently Jay Chapman's hurt. It's his mustache. And mm. I'm not sure when that happened, how that happened. I haven't really seen much um, about it, but he's... Uh, Liam Frazier is his replacement on the squad. So yay for Liam Frazier, but boo to Jay Chapman being hurt. Yeah, that's not good. Which is very disappointing. And then uh, Matthew Chouanier from The Impact is also joining the squad, or has joined the squad, which is great. Young player, good to see him uh, getting some time with the national team. And... Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty solid squad. Uh, of course, Noah Tiba, which is, always makes me sad, even though I know he's basically retired from playing with the team. Um, and Daniil Henry, a little bit of a surprise for a lot of people, uh, mm -hmm. called to the team again. Nice. I'm delighted. I think the fact that he's getting to play regularly again is giving him you know, a little bit of a higher profile opportunity and really who else do they have to defend right now Fair enough, uh, sure. so him de jong um, what's the league of nations without some own goals i True. don't know i'm True. not sure that they've set that limit yet um the keepers you know maxime Krapo, of course but uh borian uh will probably 
get most of the matches. Favorite Canadian. Did you just did you just sigh in relief? Yeah. I thought you liked Maxime. No, uh, no. You know what it is. I I, I admire Crippo because the the one or two games I've seen him in a Canadian shirt, he plays amazing. But Boyan is a class above, and I adore that guy. So he's Hamilton's own. He's Hamilton's own. Yeah, All right. Uh, a couple other because I, you know, it's uh, so Junior Highlight uh, called, and you know, we'll play. So Cardiff, the EPLs, Junior, Junior Highlight. But you know what? It's it's good to see him it's called nice. to the club, to the to the squad, and that there's been no rumbling that he's not going to for some reason because his club is is in the is in the top flight. And dude loves U.S. Right. Virgins. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, and Lucas Cavallini, which was a bit of... Stop! What? Stop. He plays in Wales. It's true, he does. Hello. Um, Lucas Cavallini, which was a little bit, you know, sort of not controversial, but, you know, like that was sort of like one of on the bubble players. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, you know, again, he's part of the squad. So trying to get as many of these kids um, playing, the ones who were recently called. And then Jonathan David, which was a little bit of a surprise. Never I... trust a man with two first names. Truth. Do you want to do this? Do it. Look what happened with Edgar Davids. Also point. They yeah. play on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Watch it if you can. Will it be televised? I don't know. I mean, like, like that's a legit question, because I'll go find the stream off of Facebook. It's probably I'd being streamed. I'd rather watch Hold it on. on television. But anyway. Is that a thing? I don't have a Facebook. You're not missing anything. Use your girlfriend. Once played for Bruce. You're supposed to do the apple part, Christy. You agreed. Sorry. You agreed to hear this show's falsetto. That's true. All right, uh, to wind up the show, uh, some TFC talk, because there's no game to preview this week. Thank the gods, because really, do we have to talk about them playing games? That'll be next week. Uh, bright, not, shiny news. Jonathan Osorio signs a new long-term contract. Great. That's good news. It is. It's great news. It doesn't um, mean he's not going anywhere, but it's good news. Yeah. Sorry? It doesn't mean he's necessarily not going No, anywhere. it doesn't it mean that, but it's, it's a positive... Just means they got to pay him more. Step yeah. that he might stay. He said all the right things, and earlier on the season he wasn't saying. You know, he was being pretty coy. No, not coy. I think he was actually being pretty honest that he was looking at options elsewhere, and and why not? You know, and and after the year he's had. Oh yeah. Yes. Club over countries kind of conversation. Say so TFC go on a little spell here that looks a little bit like the uh, mid. Uh, the late 2000s, a few lean years. Would you rather see him stay so we have local star Jonathan Asario, or would you rather see him leave and develop into a better player? I, well, there's, yeah. no, there's no saying that him leaving means he's going to develop into a better player. Let's be hypothetical. Let's say he but, went to a better. Let's say he went to a stronger league that actually with, guaranteed his minutes. Yeah, and he got yeah, to yeah. play. Consider yeah, he's he's no, he's not yes. the youngest of players. It's hypothetical. Go on. You were saying. Yes. I, 
hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically, he gets this dream gig overseas where he gets to start all the time with yeah. all these magical players around him. Then, of course, I want him to do that. Okay, that was the freaking question. Well. Video podcast. I'm raising my hands victory. They didn't see that coming. But since that's incredibly unlikely to happen. Is it, though? Yeah. All right. I am in the uh, see the selfish part of me is like yes I want to see him stay that would be great because I'm such a massive fan of him like his trajectory has been nothing shy of shocking in, in the best way possible well we did <coughs> him so it's not shocking well no but like when Asario came back after his sojourn down south he he was good like he was okay he was a serviceable guy off the bench fine He's not a serviceable guy off the bench now. He's a fucking bona fide starter, arguably all-star. And I say arguably because MLS is dumb. He is an all-star. So from the selfish point of view as somebody who goes to games and likes to see him play and likes to see him play well, yeah, I want him to stay. But for Jonathan Osorio's sake, I would like... And the national team. And the national team, I would... See, this is... The problem we've got is that is playing for Canada still a detriment to your international career? No, but and that's, if it that's is, part of. But that's maybe part less of, or so. How did that's part of the like what's supposed to be like the overhaul of this program? Like, there's that's but you know the League of Nations is going to give them more competitive matches. Having players it, that have been on the bubble come join the squad now. If 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 the ranking doesn't reflect, like say. Where 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 are we now? Like eighty ninety? I can't remember. Sure. So let's let's it's it's low. It's low. Of course it's, it's low. It's Canada. But if we go up to seventy, is that enough? Probably not. So if it gets so up to should 50, like all the all the players with talent just say fuck you to your club, fuck you to your country? I'm going to go to Europe and play for some money. How many players have that opportunity right now? Not How that ma- many. That's what I mean, though. The players that are over there broke their asses off to get their positions, and I'm not faulting them. Because they went and chased their dream and they starved to do it. They, you know, they went through some shit. All power to them. Congratulations. Thank you. The players here, same deal. But now you're looking... But none of them just signed a half a million dollar a year contract. And there's still interest from overseas to come get them. Like that's... that's like Laren was probably the first. Okay. Jonathan Osorio has taken... So he's 26 right now. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not a knock on Osorio. But Jonathan Osorio has that's taken... Cool like eight years of his career to suddenly turn a corner and be this player. Yeah. Right. Um, so he has, you know, he's exhibited flashes over time and has not, you know, really generated any interest until right this very moment. Players like Kyle Laren, players like Alfonso Davies, players like Atiba Hutchinson, those players who generated interest in their careers and, and their play since they started playing pro soccer and even before that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say Osorio hasn't generated some, you know, interest. I like Jonathan Osorio. I'm a huge, huge fan of his, and I think this is a big deal. But I think that there is... I, I think that part of the issue is that there's always this thing, we have to go to Europe to play to get better. Toronto FC, imploding though they may be, are going to re-up on getting good players. So why is his staying with Toronto and being the future captain of this team, probably, which is what I oh, see for oh, him. absolutely. Really? Not good for his... Yeah, I do. Oh, I, I do. If he stays, he'll be the captain. When mm-hmm. the game, the the handful of games be? that we played without Bradley and those guys, he looks so the captain. And there's been a games where he, he wasn't he, the captain. He was the captain. He was, he was the, the captain. captain of Voyagers Cup. Okay, so, so, so what would be the? What, at what point is going? Like what level of Europe is not an improvement? 
I don't know. How, how did this like turn from being like excited or think this was a good thing that he would sign a contract to it being bad that he wants to play in Toronto not, or that's play not for bad. his it's national great. team? It's great. It's it's good. If but he no, does. that's not what this this conversation feels very much like. This is a you know a detriment no, to his career. I, it started oh, it started off with a giant asterisk. If Toronto FC devolve into where they were. This is all based on the hypothetical of, of TFC okay. devolving into a few lean years where it's not so great to be a player here. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But that was the, this was a thought exercise. And somebody pulled a hammy. Holy crap. Yeah, I, look, I, my, my attitude, especially with Canadian players, is just get paid. I really want, and I, he's getting a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I know. I know he's getting a lot of money. It's in US dollars for fuck's sakes. He's getting a lot of money. However, if somebody wants to get... one of the highest paid Canadian players in the world. I realize that. Okay. Well, uh, but yeah. that's oh, a, that doesn't take much. Yeah. Who, like, like no, I can like name... No, but like Hutchinson numbers. Who's the th- like, would he be third or fourth? That's, that's my... Uh, like, he's going to get like a million dollars a year. Where is... What Canadian... Where is he going where he's going to okay, get that so, money? Okay, so anyway, the point is, Kristen, if yes, he's making $500,000 a year here, and say Anderlecht is offering him... That plus twenty percent. Why wouldn't you? He's gonna be making a million dollars here. Okay. So what if he reports. can make one point five? One point five. Yes. It's actually a million. Shut up, really? Yes. Okay. I like that. Was five hundred? That's where I've been getting that from. But say Excelsior wants to pay him one point five. Hilarious. He wants to go play for Excelsior. Ah. Uh, it's his. It's also his personal life where he only gets like probably another you know five six years of being a pro sure. who gets paid big money. Yeah. Well, then why didn't he take one of those deals? Well, Why? it protects the club, though. The club, it protects the club for paying him. Because if another club comes in, they can say, well, this guy's under contract. What are you going to pay us? No, sure. But like, he, like, he's legitimately had offers elsewhere, and he's acknowledged that he's had offers elsewhere. So what is it that, you know, why isn't he taking this option to go play elsewhere? You know, he obviously sees... I'm not I, saying he should. No, no, I'm just saying... This was predicated on, on TFC not being a good team for a All right, while. so TFC sucks. <laughs> It's not. It's not whether. It, okay. What if he could play at Scotty Garfield level? Scotty Garfield. You know. Okay. He went to uh, Rangers now, but when he was at Burnley, playing you know fairly regularly in the Premier League. I don't think Osorio is there really, but according to according to CBC, uh, he is his deal is more than the league's maximum salary budget charge of five hundred thousand. But he is not quite at the million dollar mark, but he has potential to get there according to his source. So it hasn't come out exactly what he's making. It no, is, but of it's significant. It's not. It's MLS. We'll yeah, never but you know. said a million, and I said five hundred thousand, and apparently both were wrong. So anyway, my point is, it's if he gets more than thirty-two thousand seven hundred fifty dollars, if he okay? gets that plus more to go over there, why wouldn't he take it? Because not every player is about money. True. However, maybe. Also, too, I realize he wants to stay home, and I'm I'm all aboard of that. I'm just that's that's I want him to stay, but if the adventure awaits, go like just. I get it. There's no fault. There's no... My only problem would be if he took a pay cut to go over there. It's like, what are you doing? Stay. Like, if he's going to go, I hope... Like, I, would, I would want him to go for, to a good team. Not just be like, I'm going to go play in Europe and play for a shit team because it's Europe and they're going to give me a bunch of money. What's the fucking point of that? Sorry to real Southie, Dad. You heard it. That's why I laughed they're, at that. They're a real team. All right, moving on from this because we're just okay. going to go around and around in circles. Well, I thought it was a good thought exercise. Someone took it too seriously. I know. To run with C. 
Let's Mom. bring the room down, guys. Well, we're going to talk about ticket renewals and playoff tickets. Oh, that, that was the wrong fucking it was. Um, so FC. Sorry. They'll sign a Canadian. <laughs> um, so with a mostly thrown away season, <laughs> you know, and I, I say mostly because CCL was kind of awesome, regardless of the results. Um, a, should the front office be asking for a price increase? No. Am I surprised that they are? No. No. Um, and why ask for the playoff buy-in so soon? Like, I get maybe they're trying to, like, gauge numbers or something. But out of those two things, like the, the price increase of the tickets, although, again, I think it's outlandish how much it is. Um, it's more than 10% for everybody. Um, yeah. Mine went from 289 to 304. It's it was, the price it was of Weimar Republic inflation. Pretty much. Um, no, I, I just, like, the playoff ticket thing was, again, a bit of, I think, club hubris. Um, oh, what a good name for the next expansion team. There you go. Um, San Antonio Club Hubris. Yeah. And International San Antonio yes. Club Hubris. Naturally. Yes. Like, I don't think anybody was excited when they saw that email or that, you know, anything about that. It was like, it's like, yeah, playoff tickets. Like, all you did was anger people. Like, uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I outright chuckled at my desk. Yeah. It was more like, well, somebody's like, pay what this. It's like, oh, what are you laughing at? It's like, playoff tickets for TFC. Like, it was, I wasn't upset by it because, I mean, they're mathematically still a possibility. Sure. However, also, too, um, compared to last year, this was roughly around the same time those t- the, that ticket offer came out. So it wasn't super untimely. But Oh, no, no. It wasn't so much that, the, although I still think they do their their annual, hey, give us more money for your tickets. That's based on three games. Yeah. So if they finish sixth and I get knocked out, we get a full refund. But also, too, that's assuming that they finish fourth or third. Then you'd have to pay for all those. So even even though, like, I forget, I don't know what yours were. I think mine was, like, 168 for the pair because I'm in I'm in the cheapies. I can't remember. Um, I, I only glanced at it because I knew I wasn't going to have to. There's a strong it. likelihood that... I'm getting some of that money back if they make the playoffs. Yeah. So. All right. Let's move on from okay. this. We don't really have anything to say, apparently. Okay. So, seven games left in a disappointing season. Um, now? Yeah. Okay. More than, than there is. To run away okay. Club in crisis. I'm, I'm, I've been slower. Today, I realize. Um, you know, some people are, you know, looking ahead to the offseason. So is it time to start talking about the offseason? And if we're going to talk about the offseason, are people in favor of the nuclear option? You know, are we blowing up the team, firing the coach, or neither, little bits, or stand fast? And I think, like, for me personally, looking ahead to the offseason, like, I've been looking ahead to the offseason since, like, June. <laughs> like, what players I think are going to leave. Um, For the or, sake of the show, okay. nuclear option. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. It's been a while since we did it when and like everybody left. It start, you know, we can start talking about seeing Diego Forlan and Yorkville and all this good fun stuff. Never For the sake told. of the team. That's your go-to, I know. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Because I, I couldn't remember the Portuguese player who was always seen in... Oh, shit. It wasn't Rui Costa. Who was it? Vigo? No. no. Vigo's Oh, was it Rui Costa? No, it was Rui Costa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but in reality-based thought, not nuclear, I don't think 
coaching change is prob only because no, they won't. Uh, no, but even even if it was, even if there was a call for it, who, like who who are you replacing him with? Who's going to bring in a bunch of new ideas? DeSantos. No. Why not? Head coaching job in the MLS is his the next time one's open. Okay. He'll leave LAFC in a heartbeat for that. He's just yeah, there okay. getting experience and sure. learning some more. He's done but tremendous. But he, does he bring some kind of tremendous... Is it just change for the sake of change? Or is, is he like the next wave of coaches? I don't know. I, think I don't know. He's Greg won Vanny's some still- championships. He's done well. He works with Canadian players. He knows this landscape. It's bilingual. It's oh. bilingual. That might be a bit presumptuous. But anyway, anyway, I don't think Vanny's going anywhere. No, regardless, I don't think so even if they lose the next seven games. Plus, it would probably be Robin Frazier. Probably. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get any sense that Robin Frazier... He was Frazier, the brains behind it all. Maybe, maybe. I don't ever get the feeling that Robin Frazier is suddenly going to magically be elevated to head coach. Takes over six in a row and, and like all of a sudden... The Canadian kids who've been glued to the bench are just, wow, you guys are flying. It's just, they're smashing up the entire league. People are coming in for Chapman now. It's like, oh, all right. Um, I'm, I'm in favor of a partial nuclear, no, keep, uh, keep the coach. So, um, like, I, I think some, some players need, I won't say need, because I really don't know what anybody needs in this team, but I would be okay with, Parting ways with a number of players. Um, and that could range from any any reason to you've been here long enough to you're getting old to your contract's a bit high to your fitness has been questionable all season. So, like, for me... And that means Victor Vasquez, and I really yeah, hate no, to say that. Yeah, no, but, like, Vasquez is kind of at the top of my list, which is sad because I, I fucking adore Vasquez, that man. But... Cruz is a legend. Clearly, mm-hmm. health issues are... You know, like it's been a season long thing. There's been like no I, stretch of healthy no. Victor Vasquez. I would take I would take a guy at sixty percent of his ability for a hundred percent of the health. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I, like I want like I want to be able to rely on that guy. And that's I know I know he's had health you know injury issues much of his career, and he's had spurts where he's been great, and then now he seems to. Play one and a half games, get hurt, gone for three games. Plays one and a half games, gets hurt, yeah, three, no, gone for three games. Yeah, and he wasn't resigned to be depth. No, he was no, be, he was resigned to, to be, be an integral, lead that yeah, midfield. Exactly, yeah, exactly. To have be the assist master. I mean, he, yeah. he took Sheru's job, and that's a hard job to take, and he made it amazing. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I have a hard time say wanting to pass the buck on Devaney, so I'm willing to. Part with a number of players within reason. Like mm. I think VV goes. I think Toss is probably gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Vanderveil. No, I feel like he's here to is stay. Is he Vandervalue? I. Ooh. When Auro comes back, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, Auro. Yeah, no, I know, and that's and that's Fucking a really that, that is a really fortunate thing. But is he's how on he... loan? Loan to buy, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Maybe he's too injured for them to decide to buy. I don't yeah. know. Mm. But, which would be unfortunate, I think. Vanderbilt's got to quit it with the uh, showing up in the classic kits, though, yeah. of other clubs. Showing up to a match for your club. <laughs> wearing the kit of another club kind of makes your club seem Mickey Mouse. Exactly. Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, Even if it is the Eric Cantona. Obviously, 
Obviously, you, Jason, Jason Hernandez, thank you for what weird random support you sort of provided this year. But I think one of Haglander's abs is gone um, because they need... If I, if I was picking, I know which one I'd pick. They need... Yeah. An, it's not Haglund. They need an exper- another oh. experienced center back. Like, yeah. Drew Moore's getting older. Well, yeah, does he have another year in him? I, the, like, I think really? he's probably got one more year. I think he's got a year. As a starter? I'm not sure, and yeah. that's the thing. Whether he's just like I, veteran off the bench, I think he, I think he does have a year guys. as a starter. Yeah. Depends on his health. As I know, well, no, no, right? health notwithstanding, he's got. I think he's got a year because I mean, he's he's had even with his injury problems, long term and short term, since he's you know this season. When he comes back, he's been very good. Like he's 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 hasn't been he's not had a flawless season. Like last season, he was almost practically made no mistakes. He's yeah, made, no, he's, he's made one or two year, mistakes, but. but if you're counting mistakes on defenders, um, he is by far and away, like, quantity-wise, one is, of your so, least like, defenders. The main issue at the back this year, to me, has been communication. So, without Drew Moore in front of Alex Bono, who is not the most communicative of keepers, like, Clint Irwin's far more vocal, gets far more, gets into organizing the defense. Alex Bono doesn't, and without Drew Moore to organize the guys at the back in front of him, We've seen a lot more issues, and neither Hagland or Zavaleta has that voice or has that, you know, demeanor that allows them to consistently organize the defense. Chris Mavinga has been hurt a lot, so he's not been there to even remotely step into that role. Um, Jason Hernandez has been part of the team but hasn't been playing, whether that's fitness, age, whatever, who knows. Yeah. So they need another experienced center back, and they need it like yesterday. Hernandez was meant to be a sixth-choice center back, and yeah. he filled his role perfectly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, it would be – I mean, the off season is probably is going to be far more interesting than this season's been. Champions League, not missing. Could there be? But like, just to see who who are we keeping, and who bye bye Seba. Yeah, I was gonna say, could there be a massive surprise? That would be the one, and and it it that wouldn't would probably surprise be the me. only one. Yeah, I can't see the other two. I can't see the two Americans going anywhere. Neither. I think I think they're tapping Bradley for a future with the club if he wants it. I that would. Not be shocking no, in any, that, any that, means that, whatsoever. Yeah. And then up. Altador. He, I think he'd stay for less money. Like, not that it really matters because we're still paying him a lot. But yeah. like, yeah. If 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 his contract's if, up if, and they if, say he's paying two and a half million, he's yeah. he probably. If I had to take a bet on one of the three leaving, yeah. it'd be seven. seven yeah, no, time. I agree. I agree. It would not surprise me because is he's he's got it's one the other two probably to a level maybe Bradley more than Altador, but. He's got one more run at another club, probably at yeah. a certain level. Seva, yeah, at a mid-range Serie A team at yeah. best. That's the thing. Can his ego go to Pescara? Yeah, yeah, because it ain't going to Juve. No, Atalanta. Yeah. No, Udinese. No, I, I, I do, but yeah, we it's are. It's about time Atalanta wore the peach kit, by the way. Oh God! For the first time they? in three years, we're looking at fun. An actual interesting offseason. Yeah. I know. I know. And you know what the funny thing is? Finally, a, December VMPs will count. <laughs> I know. It'll, yeah, something to actually talk about. If there's three, like, if it ends up only being three guys get released and one of them's Jason Hernandez, <laughs> I'm going to be really okay with uh, uh, Hamilton CPL, honestly. I'm going to be super <laughs> wicked okay with. Because, and, and it's. I mean, there, there's 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 a, there's a small nugget of truth, but for for honesty's sake, like it's just, I'm 
I'm willing to, I want to see change. And that's just because knowing what we've just seen in the last four months, six months, whatever your measure is, um, it's, they're stale. They play yeah. stale. And a new skill set, even if it's like, if you just replace four of the starters, yeah. that, that may be a tall ask, but if you can replace four of the centers, or sorry, four of the starters, that that's enough to breathe air into the situation. On top of the result of the last match, especially the LA match, the comment from most people is that there was no effort. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's and, been and, the and thing. And so that's the thing, you know, that's... If if that's psychological more than fatigue, then that's maybe where you know you're gonna have to look at new blood for yeah. that purpose. Maybe challenging for roles is a good thing on this team. Oh, and I and I think it is. That's why I was kind of like I was excited, and I, I am about Lucas Hansen being signed and John Baccaro, like who so far has not impressed. But there's seven games still to get some minutes because they're going to be... I guess. He just seemed like one of those classic MLS trades. I know. But I, I was hopeful because it was a big guy up front mm. um, who looks like he can move the ball at his feet. Um, but also, both he and Hansen are younger players. You know, early 20s. And looking at sort of maybe a little nod to the future, at least with one of them. Like, I think Hansen is someone that they will strive to keep. Um, is he on loan to buy as well or just I, loan? I can't remember and I should know that. Yeah. And it's bad that I don't. Say. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, we've got an interesting, uh, interesting month and a half left. It, it, uh, the tell may be when they have their postseason breakdown, their interviews, if the excuse of, well, we played pretty much two years straight and we're, you know, the fatigue really kicked in, if that's trotted out right away, then you might kind of expect that you know, they're just going to kind of continue Stand along high. the same path. Yeah. If there's more talk about, yeah, you know, there needs to be a bit they of a They just needed change. a break. They just needed time off. Yeah. yeah. If that's trotted out, then it's like, okay. But I think, you know what? I think, like, going back to what Bradley said after the LA game, I think it's clear, at the very least, that he. And I think maybe a lot of players don't necessarily think that's yeah. the entire reason. Sure, it's some reason. But again, you can give pushback about other teams playing almost as much as they've had in the last two years. You know, TFC got enormously lucky last year. Mm. And from a club business point of view, too, if they can get anything for Seba now. Yeah, now's the time to do it. Probably the last chance yeah. if you want any kind of return. They're not going to get what they paid. No. But, but if... You know, and I mean, his contract is still up in the air. He's going to expect likely. Oh, yeah. At, you know, similar to what he's on now. I know. His, I, don't, I don't see his ego saying, yeah, I've been here for three years and my skills have depreciated X amount. So, sure, I'll take a pay cut for the good of the team. It's kind of unfortunate. Like, because I've talked about, like, the evolution of, of Seba's game this year. And when he's able to play sort of more as a playmaker and stuff. I actually really enjoy him because he is a smart player and he has really good movement with the ball, but he's so determined to put the team on his tiny shoulders yeah. and win the games himself um, in a lot of cases. And, you know, you can see the desperation on a lot of their faces of late. Yeah, which has um, led to clutching at straws, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and it is unfortunate. So, I don't know. But, yeah, if he's, if he's not here next year, it won't surprise me. Agreed. Uh there's so many, like, I mean, it's, 
it's almost of legend proportions. Like the the casual fan knows his name now, yeah. which is very strange. Yeah, and, and yeah, you guys and have that, th- that 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 Javinko guy, right? Even if they butcher his name, that is amazing. Yeah. I'll take it. I will totally take a butchered name, or in that that Italian kid. I'll take that Italian kid too, because TFC from seasons one through uh, uh, ten, or one through nine, before he showed up, it did like you know what I mean. Right. It just there was who's that guy? Like that could literally be anyone. But they actually can narrow it down to a particular player, um, and because of that, it's hard to let go. Because let's be let's be honest, in Toronto, it's hard to let go of of, of the stars because. They don't seem to stay long enough for them to just become, you know, literally a shrine of themselves. It right. was Robbie Earnshaw, by the way. It was Robbie Earnshaw. That guy. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Speaking of, I got to drop you this. You do. do yeah, it. you got to right, share. Right. Share, share, share. what are they doing now? What are they doing Robbie. now? What are they doing now? Uh, what? What? what are they doing now? What are they doing now? What? What? Robbie Earnshaw has a very thoughtful, strange Twitter account. <laughs> He's now the assistant uh, coach at uh, Fresno FC. Ooh, oh, big time. But he dropped the the nugget. I'm gonna paraphrasing because I'm not gonna look it up. But uh, something along the lines of, when we go to Mars, we're sending our robots. So what makes us think that when if we have extraterrestrial contact on Earth, we won't just be dealing with their technology first? <laughs> Robbie Earnshaw. Who knew? Philosopher. Deep thoughts yes. with Robbie Earnshaw, with the prince himself. Yeah. All right. Well, that's he also dropped. Why do we say rest in peace, but never live in peace? Oh God, really? Yeah, he went full Keanu. <sighs> I know kung fu. All right. Well, I think that's as good a place as any to end our show today. So <laughs> the wise words of yes. Robert Earnshaw. So that is our show this week. Uh, mm. Join us next week as we look ahead to uh, the LA's Latans visiting us here at BMO. Recap the Canadian men's national team match against the the U.S. Uh, Virgin Islands mm. and more. Um, I have been joined by across the table at Malarkey FC on the Twitter is Mr. Tony Walsh. Live in peace, y'all. Uh, next to me, as usual, at Kidnerd Mark with a K non a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley. Live and let live. Oh, no, it's live long and prosper. <laughs> live and let die. Yeah. <laughs> some those of you didn't pay for the video no, you podcast. Glad for that. Amazing. You know, uh, doesn't work without. That was uh, amazing. That was half Vulcan, half Axel. Half Axel Rose. Rose yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, as for me, uh, <laughs> I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. You can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. Uh, and until next week, Toronto, get used to it because it's 2012 all over again. That's depressing. Ray guns and roses. <laughs> Club hubris. Ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
you think with the Ottawa announcement of them not going in that there's a bunch of random ass tiny cities that are just licking their lips like Brandon's next, you know, Swift Current, we're in. I knew it. I knew it. Like that, that one keyboard Trois warrior. Trois yes. Rivière. Oh, that's plausible. You swear I said I spent my money wrongly on this loom, mom. 